We ain't got clout, no diamond rings, no trout, no silent streams, but, but we've got lots of things to say, cause we've got nothing. Hello, my name is Kai Saunders, that is not normal sounding, <laughs> and this is yet another episode of We've Got Nothing, a bi-weekly comedy story sharing podcast. I am a stand-up comedian, and I am joined today with my older brother, Ben. Kai's dressed like every girl that was, or every guy that was mean to her in high school. That's right, bitch. Small dick is swinging. And we also are here with producer Josh Boyce. I've had a hell of a day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for background, uh, this is the second attempt at an episode. No, No, third, possibly fourth. Third, possibly fourth attempt at an episode. No, definitely fourth. Yeah. We've had to do a lot of gymnastics to bring you, the listener, the quality content that you've come to expect semi-bi-weekly after semi-bi-weekly <laughs> from We've Got Nothing. So please. At the time of this episode, we are, we are officially one month back on track. Uh, yeah. We, we, do, we do thank you for being, you know, uh, patient with us during that time. And we are working to do more consistent content for you in general. Uh, so thank you for your support. We're going to start a Patreon where I take my shirt off and I give you advice. In I'm, that order. I'm not going to lie. I... I do feel like we'd have, like, four people pay for that. Man, that's rough. And they'd all be people I know. So it's just all, like, my <laughs> weird friends being like, yeah, let's see, let's see your boobs, Ben. <laughs> Tell me how to do better at math. <laughs> so just, it's just Ben's tutoring corner. Not yeah, even, like, life advice. Just oh, like, my God. Like, two plus two equals how four. How do you set up <laughs> image occlusion cards and Remnote? Also, twist your chest hair into ponytails. <laughs> Can you twist your chest hair into ponytail? I've gotten close before. My stomach hair, I definitely can. That is, yeah, that is worse. My pubes, I can do those little like, uh, like I, I've tried to box braid my pubes before when I got bored. I did not need to know any of this. <laughs> well, good because just like the theme of this week's episode, that was a lie. Totally lie. not a thing I've tried before. Mm. Lying, mm-hmm. deception, deceit, and other things. Bible man used to get a hard on to stop. Bible Man is uh, talked about in Sheltered Part 2. Give it a listen. Um, yeah, I love to lie. and <laughs> Wow. <laughs> this feels like, uh, for those of you that spend too much time on YouTube, uh, like, uh, was it like Soft White Underbelly? That, like, channel where they'll just, like, do, like, unflinching interviews with, like, the... It'll be, like... Prostitutes, sex offenders, oh, drug dealers. I totally know what you're talking that about. That felt like your start. Like, I love to lie. And then just someone blankly off camera being like, Kai, what do you lie about? I'm lying to you right now. All I do is lie. Right. My whole life's a lie. There's a statistic where it's like, Kai started lying at 16 when she thought she didn't like girls. <laughs> and then yeah. that. And said she was cool with being a walk-on for yeah. most plays. I was not a walk-on. I would walk on stage, and they said, we don't need a background character right now. And I went, I'll go all the way in the back. And then I would just keep on walking on. That's how you do it. Yep. Stage time. You got to grab it. Gotta grab you got to get it can. by any means necessary. I'll be the lamp for this scene. <laughs> Kai, take that shade off your shit. Lights kick on. I did have, uh, I was in Greece, and I did try to lie to people and say that I was a pink lady. I think we talked about it briefly on the podcast, but I was in second ensemble, um, which is not a real thing. No. So the director refused to make cuts for people who auditioned. and <laughs> Which um, is like well-meaning, mm-hmm. but that's a lie of omission where it's like he didn't have the heart to be like, you're just not good at this. Well, it's the theater equivalent of a participation trophy. Mm-hmm. You were yeah. like the 12th man for <laughs> that production of Grace. Yes, I was. So Just on the bench doing hand motions when everyone else was scoring. Mm-hmm. So basically what happened was all these girls wanted actual speaking roles and they were pink ladies and they like bitched about it. And then he took down a piece of paper. He put up another piece of paper and I saw my name was on this paper. I was like, this is great. So he made the second ensemble to make all the girls actually stay in the play. Um, just to be like, there is something lower than you. And it's this. <laughs> and that was me, a German foreign exchange student who could not talk yeah, speak English fully and uh, a, a mentally challenged individual. That's how we do it. So special needs all around. <laughs> Second ensemble was pulling up, pulling up with the hits. And Cooper got a lead. What I wouldn't have paid for Second <laughs> Ensemble to have their own musical number. 
I won't imitate it. We can't get canceled. Well, but got... let me tell you, those harmonies would have been disjointed. Well, one of them is aggressive. speaking in German. <laughs> she probably has perfect pitch, but it's not the right word. It's, yeah, it's just you. And then like, the other what? one can't read words, and it's me. <laughs> I'm the one that can't read words. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like. I don't know what Greece is about. It's hard to be pregnant in the 50s. Ink, bank, fank, slank, climber. And then we The other one's just not even there. She's just eating peanut butter out of a jar. No, she has beautiful pets. She's just a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's just a diva. I just have ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> That's her the whole time. No, it was it was It not was severe. That. I know what you're yeah. talking about. Hey, she was a trooper. She was. Um she asked Cooper out on a date and Cooper went, "Well, I'm booked. <laughs> that is incredible. Was in a lie, but an incredible lie. And it goes Honestly, to today's you theme. Don't, he might have been booked. Cooper does a lot of things. Coop, my brother does. I live with Cooper, and there's still days where I'm not quite sure what he's up to. <laughs> he's there in the morning, and then he's there at night. And what happens in between? Just a whole lot of misadventures. You know how you watch a sitcom, and there's only a character that like comes in and then leaves, and you're like, that that person has never had a plot line. Like it's like Fez, like he talks about it, but like you only see his house that he lives in, like one or two episodes. That is literally Cooper. That's Cooper. And I am I think me and Cooper are definitely like I'm Kramer and he's Newman. We're yeah. like, I kinda have a plot line, but it's always real tragic and scary. I think Cooper will just show up and I'm like, Hello, Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> and then we like, I don't know. Share quesadillas. I and will watch say, always sunny in Philadelphia. I definitely think that Cooper would steal a dog. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's a whole plot line with Newman and Seinfeld. Oh, I thought I didn't know that. So I thought you were just blanket <laughs> accusing our brother of dog theft. Like you're like, you know, while we're airing out our dirty laundry, <laughs> I think Cooper would steal a dog. No, I'd love to lie. Cooper loves dog stealing, and it's <laughs> something he's known for. Uh, yeah, so I was What's the first lie you remember telling? Oh, that's a great question. Mm. Are you okay? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, I do remember that I was five and I heard like a British accent in a movie for the first time and I thought I could do a British accent. Yeah. So I would do British accents and I would think that I was lying but I think people were like, oh, this is the autistic one, the girl. <laughs> Let's be nice to her. And it was like British accents with a, a brutally aggressive overbite. So it was just like, thanks. It was pretty authentic because the teeth were the same. They're like, man, she is committed to character. So I've started a new bit. Uh, it's starting to get some traction, which is very fun. Uh, I have to mold it out a lot more. But I do have a bit where my lead in is about how we grew up in Texas. And so we have these like strong Texan accents until we moved to Florida and our mom just made me read to her every night. If she heard a twang, she would make me reread the word. And that's she did that to you. Yeah. She (laughs) never did that to me. I think it was, I think it was the twang mixed with me not reading the word correctly. Yeah. I think, I think that was it. I don't think our mom was there at like some weird, like culture erasure where she was like, we never lived in Texas. But she didn't, she didn't like how strong her accents were. I do remember her being a little bit like, I, I grew up in Indiana. Because we sounded like a bunch of marbled mouth hillbillies when we came here. We were like, oh my gosh, there's a fucking gator down by the lake, daddy. When are we going to have friends? We never did. Um... We, yeah. had, we had we had the we had Josh. They came over and rode scooters on the one patch of concrete we had. Yeah, I thought DJ. Had, I thought DJ was mute. We've been <laughs> over it. No, the first real lie I can re, I can like recall telling mm-hmm. wasn't even really a lie, but it was. So this is also the first time I remember bullying somebody. Oh, so you must just like rub your nipples to it at night. No, we love that shit. No, I was in second grade. We were at Bible school. And I was hanging out with kids. Josh just looked so far into the distance, just like, <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> no, we were at we were at we were at like Bible thing, church, whatever. What whatever they call the kids. They were Bible puppets. Bible thing church. They were the, puppets. You were at a kids church ministries. on a Sunday morning in the kids group. Kids you were group. you were in kids church. I was in kids church. There were puppets. There were very minuscule portions of snacks, which as a chunky second grader, I was not appreciative of. Again, 
just to reiterate, Ben had the thickest ass until like fifth <laughs> and grade. And it wasn't getting fed, so I was <laughs> I was cranky. You and were all hips. You were like that episode of SpongeBob where Squidward eats Krabby Patties. And, and it all goes straight to his thighs and then yes. he blows up. Yes. That was Ben. That was I. So I am sitting there just all hips, no patience. <laughs> And there's a girl at our table, and I, for whatever reason, just started lighting into her, and it was getting a reaction. Huh. So I was like, your dad works at a chocolate factory. <laughs> like, when you're in second grade, for whatever reason, that's like, she started immediately bawling. Whoa. And all the other guys that were like, nice, Ben, yeah, you really stuck it to her. Now she'll never vote. <laughs> I was like, but then I got in trouble. And if there's one thing that second grade me hated even more than not getting snacks... It was the possibility of being in trouble. Yeah. Because I had internalized hell since I knew what thinking was. <laughs> so I was like, this is it. They're going to send me to hell where there's no Ninja Turtles and you have to like do math and shit. Yeah. And I'm out. Right. So I lied to her and said, I love chocolate factories. I think they're great. Do you not actually love chocolate As factories? As a kid, do you know what a chocolate factory is? We weren't allowed to watch Willy Wonka. That was communist. So I feel like. I feel like in your mind, you just thought it was a big old butt that pooped out chocolate. That I'm not going to lie. Josh just hit the nail on the Josh head. Josh should teach children. No, but the second... I, I would when never. You, when you say chocolate factory, I do just imagine just a vat of butt chocolate. I've heard too many people use chocolate factory as a euphemism for going to the bathroom. That is the grossest. You need to hang out with different people. Oh my God. I do. Why would I they dare solely? I don't know. I and I don't like them. for the first time in my adult life the other Man. day. And so, Welcome the club. Okay, so I did. About ten be, years late, there, muchacho. Because you praise the laxative. You go, I, ben, you great. take laxatives for fun. That's not all the way true. However, if I do, don't lie, don't lie. If I do have say like a day off where I know I'm not going to be super busy, I mean, just take it at night, live a little. That's the way I look at it. So I. So I traveled a lot, and so, you know, I wasn't regular the way I am, and I was like, okay, I should probably do what Ben does and just regulate again. So I, I buy the cheapest ones I can find on the box. It says, uh -oh. take one to three. I was like, cool, I'll take two. Common middle ground, this is great. It does exactly what I need to do. I go, adio, boy. I fall asleep. 2 a.m., a rupture of <laughs> Like, to the point where I, like... I You're terrified, right? Well, I immediately threw off, like, my sheets, like, my, like, sheets and everything, and I, I grabbed the corner of my fitted sheet because I didn't think I'd have enough time, so I was like, I'll just ball it all up <laughs> and deal with it in the morning. So I find, you like, know... Like, like, like a little hobo knapsack, <laughs> just full of your own shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I'm not gonna lie, I learned that trick from potty training a toddler, and, um... <laughs> Great. Yeah. So, uh, uh, that's on my resume now. How fun. Yeah, I can shit the bed and you would never be able to know. I'm not going to lie. Just that in an interview, just staring him dead in the face. And <laughs> like, they think I'm lying yeah, and being, they, like, with, facetious. Yeah, like, yeah. And they're, no, but, like, even worse, they're like, prove it. And then they just move and there's a bed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. <sighs> this isn't what I thought when I applied to Trader Joe's, but here I go. <laughs> so, I implode, right? It's. Yeah, wild. I mean, yeah. I feel like I'm vomiting. Like I'm like out of your butt, right? Yeah, and it's like it's like scary because you think it's done and then it isn't. No, it's so bad. Oh man, the first time you stand up to wipe, and you're just like you stand up to wipe. We've been over this on the podcast. No, I don't think we have been. Okay, so when I was being potty trained, like Cooper and I were a little close in age, so if one of us had to wipe, for whatever reason, I I think I would just stand up to be like, oh, here you could sit and do it. I'll be a trooper. What? So I just stand up to wipe. I've never been a sitter. When this is mind boggling to me, you take a shit and then I just stand up and wipe while I'm standing up. You're right, catching Ka me. Ka I think you're the weird one here. You stand up and wipe. I have a large ass. <laughs> yeah, Kai. so I can't sit and wipe. Oh my gosh! If I had to do some weird like like I drop my like keys you underneath lift, the seat, you, you lift a cheek up and you. You get it. That's how I can tell your ass dirty as hell. You got to stand and excavate. I excavate while not standing. Impossible. Anyway, <laughs> so this girl's crying because I said her dad has, I don't know, a job working for her. I need to her. get she... to my laxative thing oh, and then I'll end it. There, so... was, there was more? <laughs> Which is what you were probably saying at 3 a.m. Yes. You're like, there's more? Yes. So it's the next day I'm like, 
I don't know if I'm like you're still a ch- like, you look like the kids in a nightmare before your nightmare on Elm Street like when they were having the nightmare I'm diarying up until the point where I need to clock in okay like I'm like I'm like that kind of thing and I'm like I might have to call out of work because if this keeps happening like you baby, can't take care of a baby well no you can't and then also or like, you just have to hold the baby and then the baby's shitting while you're shitting and you're just like looking at it like so this is motherhood. Here's the thing. The baby walks in. Anytime I go to the bathroom, the baby's like, what are you doing? And just walks in on me. The baby has seen me do my business like once a day. I can't. I The lock doesn't work. And I've been <laughs> like, hey, guys, can you fix the lock? And they're like, well, like, what if something happens? For the baby. Right. And then, uh, like, you can't get to it, whatever. So they just will not fix this lock. Which, what do they expect? Like, like the door's going to be locked, and then the house catches no. on fire? No, so this baby has figured out, like, if you jiggle the handle the correct way, it'll the lock will go click. Oh, my and God. And then she just, both hands just pushes. <laughs> and she thinks it's a game, but it's not. You're just like, I'm not biologically related to you, so you probably shouldn't be seeing me doing this. Like, this is whatever. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. We're biologically related. I don't want to see you shit. Yes, but it's a little less it's scary. It's less weird if someone finds out that that happened. Yeah. God, and you're can... related. Yeah. Yeah, then... that is true. If you're, like, related, and if it's a baby. Because yeah. even if you're related, and it's like, yeah, Uncle Tom jiggled the doorknob and pushed it open to watch me shit. Yeah. It's... That's a whole Oprah episode. It's like, not great. And so the first, Dr. like. Dr. Phil, actually. First, Maybe like, Montel. Yeah. Very, very Phil. First two or three times she did it was panic. And now she does it, and I go, all right. We talk. This is what we being a woman up. is. We're like, here you go. But I'm like, I can't diarrhea. In front. Like, I will scar the baby. Diarrhea this is, is a, a step above. This is different for me. I go, turn around. She knows how to turn around. I wipe. I flush. We. It, she doesn't see anything because I'm a professional woman. But I just like. <laughs> well, I don't That's wanna, what a professional. Guy, you need a real I job don't. because your qualifications. You're like, I can shit the bed and not get a not. You wouldn't know. No. She can handle her shit. I can handle my <laughs> shit. That's fucking right, Josh. Hells yeah. That's a, that's the top. Also, that's a douchey thing. Like imagine someone like applied at like dollar, like family dollar, mm-hmm. and that's like on top of their resume. Like, <laughs> and I can handle my shit. <laughs> You're like, all right, Trish. Like They're manager in a week. <laughs> that is that is dollar. That is family dollar manager material. I love that you think they would print out a resume for family. I, t- I saw this on the podcast how the family dollar next to the place where I used to wash my clothes almost had a shootout at 11:30 on a Sunday morning. Right? No. Yeah, I mean that was all it was. Someone was shoplifting. And then I'm trying to skate while my clothes are cleaning. <laughs> and I hear, oh, if you're going to fucking shoot me, then shoot me, then you bitch. And I'm like, oh, man. So I look around the corner, <laughs> and it's a homeless guy yelling at one manager who was motioning towards an area of his waist that I don't think was an insulin monitor. And then the other manager comes out. She goes, "Is that if we wanted to fucking shoot you, I would have gone home and got my gun myself. <laughs> so now it's like, Everyone at Family Dollar is packing. Yeah, no, of course. And I got my gun out. The police showed up. It was a mess. I wasn't a witness. I just skated away. You Wait, but you were skating with a gun? No, I had it, like, hidden. I took it from the front seat to the back seat, and I put it underneath a T-shirt. Just in case I had to go, like, you know, in, like, old-timey cowboy movies where suddenly there's just guns everywhere? Yeah. I was going to do that. Yes, because hiding it under a T-shirt is the same as a concealed. Yeah, right I mean, that is what they teach you a concealed carry class. They're like, yeah. look, you can get a holster, or you could take your shirt off, put it over your hand. It's the same thing, no questions I asked. mean, if you don't have a license, it is actually the same thing as a charge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's very similar in a court of law. It was, yeah. a, it was in my car, two steps, take the shirt, open my car, take the shirt off. Use my gun. It's all good. So the laxatives you're supposed to take one to three throughout the day. Oh. And I took two at the same time. So that was the that's all I needed to get out. I needed to get that off my chest. I needed to be true and honest. So this is you not lying. This is me not adhering to the theme. That's right. We accept your truth. <laughs> thank and you are you. also not adhering to your body schedule for getting rid of that bile. And for that we thank you. You're welcome. So this is my story of lies and deception. All right. As we know from past episodes, I'm a bit of a love expert. But much like most experts, I like to just make sure that my 100% guaranteed methods work in the wild. Oh, of course. So I downloaded Hinge and got Hinge Premium. It's you not... got Hinge Premium? Yeah, I dropped $40 to have... Of n- all the sites to get a premium on, 
I'm not sure I'd pick Hinge. I fell for it because one of my favorite skate YouTubers spoke highly of it, and I'm I'm a twenty. So they were sponsored. I'm a twenty-seven year old that still gives into peer pressure. So I thought, well, he got a girlfriend, and he's ugly, and I can get a girlfriend, and I'm ugly, and I didn't get a girlfriend. In Ben's defense, Hinge is like made for you to spend money on it, like of either gender, because of how limited interaction you can have with the app. Right. Like. Where they're I'm like, not it's gonna... meant to be deleted, and you're like, well, it works because it sucks, so beep boop. Yeah. And I got on Tinder, and it was a lot of rough ladies in the area that I live in. A lot, lot, of, lot of girls that can handle their shit and put it on the resume. Wow. That's all I'm saying. All right. <laughs> a lot of hand tattoos done by their own hands. Um, so. <laughs> That's great. That's why, are, why do your word. hand tats just say hand tats? <laughs> Because I couldn't think of anything, but I thought it'd be tough. I like that the right hand tats are worse because she had to do it left handed. <laughs> yeah. I'm not am I'm not ambisexual. I'm like ambidex. Okay. But it's like the best blowy of your life. Like, oh, it would be. Yeah. Every single time I've been scared for my life, I've also been brought back to life, if you catch my phrase. Oh, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm on hinge. It's not going well because I look like Sam the Eagle in a beanie. <laughs> And one of my pictures. Okay, for those of you who don't know what the Sam the Eagle is, it's the Eagle from the Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That, so that just helps Google a lot. that. Just Google Sam the Eagle and then picture him with a beard and a beanie going. Yeah. So the difference between a heel flip and a kick flip is like a heel flip goes like that way and a kick flip goes that way. I'm 27 with a bachelor's. Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> so it's not going well. So you got hinged well because uh, we did release the relationship advice. The podcast episodes come out later after we recorded them. So after we recorded that episode, I got a text from you saying I re-downloaded dating apps. I went great. And then four days later, you called me and you went, Kai, what should be my background? I went, what are you doing? You said, I'm retaking all of my photos on my dating apps. And I went, why? And this was your explanation. So I'm on the dating apps. I see a girl. That looks kind of like me. She's got glasses. She dresses hip, but not like well, but still hip. Where you're like, I can tell you have cool friends. And like, she's not like the hottest girl ever, but she's, you know, kind of cute. And on Hinge, uh, what they do is that you comment on their profile. Mm -hmm. So her profile, it listed things she liked to do. And it was, and I quote, knitting, watching my shows, hanging out with the cat, taking naps, and reading. And I'm an asshole, so I commented, what are you, my fucking grandma? Mm -hmm. And then I just kept going. Well, all my other attempts at being douchey hadn't gotten any responses. The only thing that did get girls to message me was on my profile, I did include that I don't think that Helen Keller's real. And girls would message me. I would send them like a serial killer manifesto that I had saved on a notes document explaining my reasonings. They would go, that's actually a very well thought out, like, thesis and i would go thank you very much not realizing that although i had won the battle i definitely lost the war because no girl's gonna want to date a guy that sent you an fcat essay about why helen keller's not real how you much would... time did you put into that you the... have it with you I, I maybe okay i'll can you read it for us i will attempt at the end of the episode if i can find it on my hinge i'll read it yes how long is this manifesto it's long enough that, like, the newspaper would be worried if like, they got it. Paragraphs. Like, yes. Like, how many? Two to five. I oh. forget. So a legitimate FCAT essay. Got yes. it. Yes. It had a thesis. It had a point. It had supporting documents. I just. This About is how she's not real. How she. Oh. Oh. I'm, I'm ripping the top off did of that. Did you have here, a big so. bibliography? No, I did not annotate it either. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm, so. That's that's not that's not gonna hold up in a peer review there, but Yeah, I know. I'm fucking and I'm on Google Scribe or Google Scholar. Anyway, so so that's not for whatever reason getting uh, I don't know what you're on, but you're getting it wrong if you're calling it Google Scribe. <laughs> like we're in the eighteen or the fifteen hundreds. Yeah. Go look at the Google Scribe and it's just a scribe named Google that's like, I think that witches are real. And they're like how do you know? And you're like, well, I wrote it down. They're like, you're the only person we know that can do that. <laughs> what do these symbols mean? <laughs> just he didn't even write it down. He just lied because no one else could read. Well, a how lot of many monks do you think bullshitted their entire life pretending they knew how to read? Every like, single one after they learned how to make beer. 
or how to like write the Bible. Uh-huh. Like they learned how to copy that. But you know there had to be like someone's like, Friar, we found a book that isn't the Bible. And the guy's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I think there is something so interesting about like the gatekeeping girl bossing uh, that occurred in the Catholic Church when it came to literacy. Like, <laughs> Yeah, they really did say like <laughs> no reading. Did you find it? I can't re-download Hinge. Uh, but anyway, it's probably for the better. And here's why. So, so you si- But you said it was on a notes app. Much like this episode, I lied. What I would really do is much trashier, where I would just copy the prior message, go down two more, and copy paste (laughs) into the next girl's message. You fully. You know you could have saved yourself many steps after the first one and just copy it to a notes app. Yeah, but then... So, what happened was you put in your bio... That I don't think Helen Keller's real. Right, and then one person, the first person... No, and all these girls do not want to date me. I just made the mistake, like much of my life, of having... Of just saying something crazy enough that you have to be like, what? What? (laughs) Like... Well, because you know that she, like, messaged her friends were like, oh my god, look at what this hinge thing is. Because that's, like, kind of part of the allure. Look, he's so quirky and funny. The next message is, I think I've met the Zodiac Killer. (laughs) So what happened was in one sitting, you just word vomited your Helen Keller. Yeah, theories. I was on a bang. How many messages did it take, or was it all just one massive message? It was one massive block of text. <laughs> <laughs> no indents, no spaces. Just no, oh. not a lot of paragraphing. I'm, I'm not good at dating. I'll come clean. In case you didn't pick up that this is a comedy podcast, uh, I don't know how the hell we were at dinner. Do you with really our... think that Helen Keller doesn't exist? No, I, I will go into it at a later date. Okay. Well, if you want to hear that episode of We've Got Nothing. It's coming up. We'll get there. Oh. We'll just talk about hack frauds in history. Okay. I don't know how comfortable I am with that. <laughs> Well, the girls on Hinge weren't very comfortable after I explained my points because I shattered their reality. Wow. Anyway. I, I I advertise this podcast uh, doing stand-up and stuff, and there are people that are like, what's, what's like, the episode I should, like, listen to first, you know? And I'm going to make sure not the Helen Keller one. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like that's... Yeah, no, no, no. You have to come in at the worst yeah. and then listen to, like... Another one. Yeah. Any yeah. other one. At Hinge, it is 0 for 5 as far as, like, in-person interactions. So, anyway, so at that being my one opening, it's not going too well. Oh. Now, this girl messages me back and says, ha, 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 the why? The grandma. Well, the one that acts like a grandma. Yeah. yeah. She's like, ha, 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 why? Do you have a grandma fetish? And I'm like, LOL, kind of funny, not really. And... I'm used to people trying to keep up and not being able to with my jokes. Well, so. who can keep up with Helen Keller slander? Yeah. Oh, no, this one wasn't Helen Keller slander. This, this was a, just an insult. Insulting her for being, for acting old. Yes. So she, but then. Again, that's, just a different flavor of bad. Yeah. <laughs> but it's starting to go well. We're like actually hitting it off. We're like talking about music and like, it's kind of cool. She likes oldies. She likes older stuff. And I'm like, okay. And then she's like, yeah, I just moved down to Florida. And I'm like, oh, that's sick. And I'm thinking, like, I can show her around, show her the sights, the sounds, take her to the Brandon Checkers, where they know me by name, so she knows I'm Big Boss. And I drove past that Checkers, and I almost wanted to check in and be like, next time you see Ben, tell him to call one of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when uh, alcoholics have their family go to the liquor store and be like, stop selling to them. That's what I'll do <laughs> yeah, at the checkers. the checkers. They're like, you shut the hell up. We're never letting Ben go. <laughs> No, but uh, so I was going to, you know, ride around town, take her to the skate park so she could see me getting bullied by 13 year olds. Hey, Ben, you still trashing this shit? Yeah. How's your shoulder? You punk bitch. I'm like, fuck you guys. Having gone to see Ben at a skate park, that's exactly what happens. (laughs) Did the 13 year olds really bully you? No. Some of them are 15. Some of them are 15, (laughs) but like, here's what, and I was thinking this the other day, I never really fit in with musicians, and I think it's because I am just a skater. I'm not good at it, mm-hmm. but, like, that's my people, because we're all just big, dumb idiots that like to insult each other and then get hurt, and that was all I like. By to- the way, that's exactly how I feel about comedy. Like, we're yeah. all just a big bunch of big, dumb idiots who like to insult each other and get hurt. But I felt the same way. I never, like, fully meshed with, like, theater people Yeah, in the way that I do with comics. We're just white trash guy. I say it all the time. I don't know what that has to do with that. but Because we are not meant for highbrow theater. 
You know, for every Broadway, there's like the real funny waitress at your local Hooters. And that's where we I'm come from. I'm not going to lie. I think it's more just because your opening experiences with them were uh, people being mean to you about the things that you like. So then you want to be mean back as a defense mechanism. And then you found a place where people openly accepted you. And now you're happy. Great joke for the lies episode, Josh. <laughs> yeah, Josh, that was really fucking funny, Josh. Funny lie, Josh. Anyway, so I'm talking to this girl. Oh, uh, sidebar. My boyfriend drove past Hooters in St. Pete, and he went, want to go there? And I went, Mm-mm. I'm not dressed good enough for my girls. They only get the best. And he laughed and went, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because you're a Hooters regular. I was. I was, and then Kidney Gate happened, and I like, you know, you can't. Hooters. It was Hooters' fault. She was you really, you really can't go back to Hooters after a kidney problem. Although most of the people there do, yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm talking to her. It's going well. Then she says, "Hey, I hate using this app. What's your number?" So I'm thinking, "Oh, it's about to be fuck o'clock, twenty four seven. But she didn't know I was crazy. So, so I got her number. We're texting. Blah blah blah. I then go on one of my favorite websites where you can do reverse lookups of someone's phone number. Mm-hmm. In doing so, it became quickly apparent that I was talking to a 65-year-old woman from Mokina, Illinois. So, so I was not only catfished, I also called it. Where I was like, what are you, a grandma? And then she said... Why do you have a grandma fetish? Which hindsight, she was grooming me as a 27-year-old. I was being checked to see if she could like reveal the real her. God only knows what if I like went to go hang out with her and I just got kidnapped by like some like old lady. She's like, get in the car. First of all, I I love you with everything in my heart. I want I would love for you to be kidnapped purely for the content. Um, <laughs> The content, the <laughs> P content, Kai. I was gonna say. Podcast. What are we sponsored by Georgia at this point? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we are. Uh, yeah, that's why I love my Georgia peaches, <laughs> and I love Atlanta, the city of dreams, <laughs> and the Georgia Bulldogs, as well as cookout. There's a lot of milkshakes uh, and no places to sit. Is that a Georgia establishment? It's close enough, Georgia. We. We were in the war. <laughs> That's their state slogan, right? You, you've been there. I have. That's all I, all I remember about Georgia is I was like, boy, how do these people love southern souvenirs and fudge? <laughs> like that. They do love fudge. Yep. But anyway, so yeah, so I was almost groomed through deception. And what would hurt even more is growing up, mom wouldn't let us have like any social media because she was worried that we were too naive <laughs> and would be easily taken advantage of. And it really hurt as a 27-year-old to acknowledge that she was totally right. Well, also, like... I have a bachelor's. I pay for my own car insurance. And all it took was someone to say, hey, it's cool that you skate. And I was ready to jump into any van. I was like, yeah, this seems legit. Well, even the funnier end of this story is if you contact the showrunners of Catfish. Oh, my. No, thankfully I didn't do that. What I did do is I texted her back and said, rotten hell, you catfish a bitch. And then I blocked her and reported her on Hinge. You What did if she not. just got a f- new phone number? Okay. And she is- Hindsight 2020. Yeah, there's there are- a chance that she got that phone from her mom. Like, it's her mom's Or her grandma. Phone. Yeah. In which case, on Hinge, I'm now either known as the Helen Keller denier- <laughs> No, with that, man- that's for sure. That's with, guaranteed. With a manifesto. Or as someone who will get your phone number just to call you a catfish a bitch. Which she might it's not. It's a rotten hell. I mean, that's such an extreme. Don't lie to me. Oops. <laughs> and for that reason, I'm not dating right now because clearly I got a lot of stuff to work on. Oh, wow. That is so. I. I think that there's a lot of lying in the beginning of a relationship. Oh, my God. The amount of times I've told girls, A, that I have feelings <laughs> beyond laughter or rage. Yeah. I'm either tee-hee-heeing or I'm screaming into the abyss. Yeah, there's really no in-between with you. Or I get sad. I cried at Peaky Blinders the other day. Oh. Because they were poor. Oh. 
They were pulling him away. You're on Peaky Blinders? No, I was trying to talk to our parents, and they were doing what they always do, and watching TV instead of listening. Yeah. And on Peaky Blinders, they went to pull, like, the they arrested the guy, right? So his kid was born. And for some reason, anything, and this never happened growing up to us, by the way, nor do we know anyone, but if a dad goes to jail in any form of media, I start just crying like a bitch. And our dad... Not even close to prison. I don't think Mark has the capacity to break a law. Oh, a, because he's a reverend, no. and B, I feel like he would just be like, bank robbery. What are you yelling? Like, no, I think our, our dad, if our dad broke a law, it would be to like help someone else. And he was like, I thought I could get away with it. <laughs> or be a complete accident. Yeah. Like, like, wait oh, a minute. I just went to the bank and they just started handing me money. <laughs> <laughs> Our dad would accidentally rob a bank. Oh, I recently got... Because he would try and make a joke like 50s and 100s. <laughs> they just start giving him bags and he'd be like, this has gotten out of control. <laughs> no, uh, people would... So every time that our parents go to a restaurant, my mom, uh, my dad will pick the chair that has the, the look of the door. Which is just a dad thing. That's not our dad specific. It's a dad thing that either hung out with people in the military or like watch a lot of military content. Sure. Or just like a protective nature in general. But our Or just likes a breeze. So our mother <laughs> our mother always goes like this is I love that your father does this. We are so protected. And growing up, like our dad would do certain stuff where our mom would be like Hey, like if you ever like whoever you end up with, like this is something they should do. And she was like, "That's just like such a manly thing for a guy to do." And every time that I go out with my boyfriend, <laughs> I'll I'll instinctively like make him go by the door, and he's like, he has too bad of ADHD. He like can't focus because people <laughs> will walk into the. <laughs> hey, that guy's got a shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll be talking, and he'll be like, "I don't know what that girl's doing," but now. Yeah, what do you say? Like, <laughs> you scared me a lot for a second right there. Yeah, I thought I you were thought, having a stroke. I thought everything broke. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, with did. our technical difficulties, maybe now dramatic pause. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I can't see your mouth moving. Is she talking? Is everything and, broken? Oh, what, am I going to throw something out of a window? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and with with our mom doesn't know is probably most places had a TV over the door, so our dad's like, no, yeah, I think that's his dad. or super he, protective as he's just watching the game. <laughs> or there's certain moments where he's like, it's only forty feet to freedom, and he just watches the door. <laughs> We're at a dirty diner that she's dragged us all to because one of the homeless people she works with swears by the eggs. <laughs> And I'm going to have to fork fight my way out so that my children are not sold on the black market. There are moments, like, growing up, like, we would go to different restaurants, and i go, where are we? Because if it wasn't Mexican, we knew our dad didn't bring us there. Yeah. And, and dad would go, ah, it's a mom pick. And we all go, all right, we'd keep our valuables in the vehicle. <laughs> all right, put your phone in your butt crack and try to sit as a group. We were like, Cooper leaves the DS. And he's like... What mom pick? Mom pick? Uh. Oh shit! Starts like sharpening a shank. <laughs> we would we would untuck our shirts. We would like flip like change into flip flops. We'd dirty our hair. Like, yeah. why are we eating fries in the back seat of a bowling alley? I didn't even know they had seats. I think our server is a possum wearing an apron. <laughs> That's the owner. Welcome to Perry Possum's House of Fries. Oh, that sounds so cute. Perry Possum's House of Fries. Just a pet, it's a possum named Perry. And no, so oh, cute. Speaking of that, uh, Possum Perry. I I was out in St. Pete okay. last night. That is where Perry Possum's House of Fries would exist. Yeah. 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 I was basically at, I was at Perry Possum's House of Fries. And <laughs> Isn't that the most fun thing you've ever it said? It is very fun. <laughs> Perry Possum's House of Fries. <laughs> uh, and hey, guys. The one, name of the, of the episode. one of the patrons brought in a dog. I'm pretty sure its name was Jeff. It was wearing. No timeout. You don't get to give a dog like a church elder name. No, 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 no. It keeps getting better. It was wearing a Hawaiian shirt with a hat on a string. It was a corgi mix. It was adorable. Oh my god! People like stop their cars to like get out and uh, interact with this dog. I do love it when... I like how you just said that. Like, that reminds me. <laughs> Jeff the Hawaiian Corgi was at Perry the Possum's house. This entire story was just me thinking about that because I was sitting facing the door, and I saw Jeff walk in. <laughs> the door seat is the best seat in a restaurant. That might be why our dad does that. That's so much for protection, but he's like, man, I just like to watch the people. 
Ooh, one that, dish. Gr- that girl's going to order a buffet. <laughs> I also think, like, maybe that's how he could, like, scope whether or not church people will come in. I think that's it. It's just more like, like, oh, yeah, that's the other funny thing of growing up with a pastor. It's just like. With a pastor of a. Of an, a father. Of a very uh, large church. Yeah. In a small which he area. kills it. Shout out, Mark. Mark, if you're listening, you said you wouldn't, which is probably for the better. But shout out, Mark. Your exact words were, I will never listen to your podcast. I don't want to be disappointed in you. (laughs) Shout out, Mark. Shout out, Mark, listener of the podcast, because we know you listen, bro. Main Patreon, definitely listens in secret while he golfs. Shout out, Mark. (laughs) Holding it down. Holding it down on the ones and twos. No, uh... (laughs) When you grow up with, like, a pastor for a dad, you just see all these, like, fun pastor techniques for, like, when people say hi. Mm-hmm. And my favorite uh, pastor technique is what I call the son diversion, where, like, my dad couldn't immediately remember your name. He would – he trained me to do this as, like, a 10-year-old. He was he like, trained all of us. Yeah, he was like, look, if I introduce you, that's when you go, hey, I'm Ben. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> Which, to this day, I just do instinctively. <laughs> Yeah. Which made buying drugs after college real rough sometimes because I'd be like, yeah, this is Ben. I'm like, hey, what's your name? Oh, I'm not a cop. I'm not. I'm just a bunch of cunts. No, I don't I, need to know. I don't need to know. Dad would keep me as the secret weapon because a lot of church people, because he talked about like you and Cooper and our mom on stage, but he never talked about me. Yeah, you just weren't that interesting. I think it was, I think it was strategic. <laughs> For the point that she's getting to. No, I know. No, I'm kidding. but thirty percent of it is what Ben said. Um, you didn't have any sizzlers. Cooper was like eating quarters every other week, and I, I kept know. falling down a flight of stairs. Like we were a laugh a minute, and you were over here just being normal. Like I like to sing, and boy, do I love the theater. And I'm like, me and Cooper pretended to be goats and hand butted a car. <laughs> Yeah, it's not so much that I was normal. It was kind of like it was definitely like up against, you know. Yeah, I was. It was a lot of like our parents being like, "Well, Cooper just wiped blood off of his own shirt, and he doesn't know if it's his." <laughs> Ben's vomiting into a guitar case because a girl said he was nice. <laughs> How do I get him to kiss me back? <laughs> Kai, for the love of God, just tell me you got a C in math. Just tell me. Yeah, but I failed typing. And they're like, oh, how? Okay, here's the thing. So uh, as brought up on this podcast, and I hate that you did it, um, <laughs> this is a lie. It correlates to the theme. Uh, I failed typing, and it I'm dyslexic. And the way that you teach typing is memorizing uh, letters in a certain order. And <laughs> Which is just not. <laughs> not Again, good. the only reason I bring it up is not because I think it's hilarious. I do. But also because... Just the reasoning is so, like Jesus Christ, sad. It's kind of like it's kind of like trying to pass art when you're blind and it's not <laughs> any clay, like it's yeah. only paint. Uh, <laughs> or yeah, or trying to do a scantron with the same thing. We're like, can I get some, can I get braille? No, no. here we fucking go. Yeah. So what happens is, uh, I was I did okay. Well, and by okay, I mean I was like, here is seventy percent. And I worked my ass off to do it. And then uh, what happens to make sure that you've actually memorized the material and you're not like, – because you type so much better if it's muscle memory. If you look yeah. down at the letters, you don't type as fast. And so our teacher got these things, and honest to God, go to fucking hell. Yep. They're rubber covers yep. on the keyboards. Last time we called them keyboard condoms, it. yep. So once the keyboard condom was on, I had no protection against the just splat on my face that was happening in my glass. <laughs> yeah, it had the the unintended effect. Yes, it yeah. got messier. Much actually. like much like my uh, Helen Keller manifesto, <laughs> the keyboard condoms completely shut down any communication that was happening. Yeah, <laughs> there was ever a that's chance. What, that's what my manifest. It was actually printed on the keyboard condoms. Yes. Like, first of all, how does one who is deaf and blind supposed to learn? <laughs> <laughs> abstractions of the human language which have no physical representation <laughs> such as and the is it so uh i failed <laughs> also what you just said was insane and yeah. i <laughs> no i look back at it now because i thought it was gonna be a little funny like haha throw aside for the podcast talking about it out loud currently has brought <laughs> to my attention that it might not be my smoothest start well, and just to clarify, I used to just get laid by having a guitar, and 27's the age where it clicked, where I'm like, oh my God, that was all I had. <laughs> and I was still doing terrible. Like, it just clicks. 
I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> well, and I want to clarify for our listeners, none of us have ever asked you to do these side quests. I think you just love chaos if you're like, I, do. I have a podcast now. Here's an excuse. By the way, I do the same thing myself all the time. I think it's fun. We were uh, talking with uh, Josh's mom, who is basically my mom. I, yeah. I, I have multiple moms. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, we came to the conclusion that DJ is very orderly, unorganized chaos, where DJ is like, yeah, I got my... Got my overalls. What was the wording of it, Josh? It was DJ is um, chaos that looks very calm, mm-hmm. and Ben is uh, meticulously curated chaos. Yes, yes. So DJ's like, yeah, I got two different toothpastes. I got my got my uh, stuff all laid out. I'm moving to Key West to be a pirate, and we're like, wait, whoa, what the <laughs> fuck? And then there's me where I'm like, check it out, man. I got my bed next to the window unit so that way my feet stay cold. And I've been brushing my teeth with Cooper's shirt. Oh, I needed that for work. <laughs> but I'm going to school. <laughs> yeah. Bed's like going to be in the medical field <laughs> and like has a mattress on the floor. And like DJ I'll... has a face routine, but also like has seen manatees fucking. Like it's just. I have prob- lived on a yacht for a good period of time. Yeah. yeah. I will long. probably have a mattress on the floor until I find someone that tells me I need to stop doing it. Okay. I guess it's me. Ben, you need to stop <laughs> doing that. It's fucking gross. Nah, I mean, it but you're might not- be stopping from meeting someone that will tell you not to do that. Nah, that's when I know I'll find someone. I'm not going to lie. A woman who's like, yes, I completely agree. Helen Keller is a hoax. Is like, your mattress is on the ground. I don't even have a mattress. And I'll be like, my queen. Yeah. <laughs> I found you. So I feel My Aphrodite. And she's 65, and I'm 30, and I go for the kid. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> and then she texts you, and she's like, you catfishing bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you said you were entertaining. You're just sad in a dirty room. And I'm like, I am. Hey, I am, I am sad in a dirty room in an entertaining way. I make it funny. <laughs> Punk bitch. <laughs> Kai's cosplaying as a fucking lacrosse player right now, trying to tell me how to live my life. I'm not doing that. I'm just. It's a hockey player. Yeah, that is close. Lacrosse to has higher higher uh, dollar brands. <laughs> That's right. I'm poor. Um, thanks. You Josh. haven't even been to Carolina. I don't even know where we're going with this, but I. You're failed. wearing a Carolina Panthers hat. Yes, my boyfriend's. I stole it. You stole a hat from your boyfriend. Well, no, he Did said. You steal his full outfit. He did message me because uh, I sent him a snap and I was like, hey, I'm about to record the podcast. And he went, are you trying to dress like me now? Which, given the insults you just gave me, also are now insults towards him and I'm shutting down and moving on. Now, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for uh, communicating. Can't wait to finish our conversation podcast, Kai. <laughs> that felt like I was on the phone with hostages and you're like, I'm, I'm, no, I'm killing them all now. I'm hanging up. And I'm like, well, you heard her. Light the torches. Should we move in? She's not in this building. She got us all. Uh, (laughs) No, so I failed typing, and I never, uh, to this day, I'm the only Saunders kid to fail. No, Cooper failed classes. I I got really close to failing a class, and I've talked about on this podcast how I had to, like, completely throw my entire team under the bus to pull a C. (laughs) Still don't regret it. I saved my scholarship. Sorry that I didn't give a fuck what the font color was. You don't fail me. I will ruin you. I will ruin you <laughs> helen keller wasn't real you can't you can't be saying that kind of shit on this podcast i, I think we can prove that she was a real person i'm pretty sure there's scientific studies on that scientific studies hypothesis are you helen keller <laughs> experiment let's see <laughs> conclusion yeah that's helen keller <laughs> no, that I was a failed. full scientific experiment very yeah. good i failed typing and uh when you fail a class you have to get two parent signatures uh, to like be like, yes, we know our child just filled a class. Um, <laughs> this dub fuck, uh, you can put her in whatever class she needs to like, whatever. So I... They weren't like signing you off to like join the military. They weren't like, we understand she's too dumb for sch- scholastic pursuits. Please you, add you, her to the, the mercenary war. You can put her in a plane. Um, no, so... I in in pencil. There's so much typing on planes. What typing happens on planes? You gotta like, you know, beep boop beep. Wait, (laughs) what are you typing on a plane? You move a stick, and then you're like, I'm not flying the plane. I'm in it. Someone texts you. She's getting pushed out of a plane to drop in. No, then you gotta be like, you gotta type parachute to get a parachute out of the parachute. No, that's not how this works. That's a a video game, (laughs) not a plane. (laughs) 
Anyway. <laughs> Thank you for flying with us at United. Please put your keyboards up as we yeah. are about to land. Please stop typing more drinks. <laughs> all caps. You're slurring your types. Yeah, you're flooding the cabin with all these free beverages. We're going to need to see your sixth grade report card to see if you actually earn this fucking keyboard. Oh, what's that? She's in coach. Put her further back near the bathroom. With Spirit a Airlines gives you a, a typewriter. <laughs> Spirit Airlines just gives you the blocks with letters on it. They're like, all right. <laughs> Fuck, drink, I need a D. You're just, you're just stacking them. You just keep them. holding up rink and they're bringing you skates. You're like, oh. It keeps collapsing and hitting the person behind you. Which is just a woman having night tears the whole plane ride. <laughs> but she's like, yay, more letters. Oh, Diablo. Every time the blocks hit her. <laughs> it causes more turbulence, all the blocks <laughs> sliding everywhere. Okay, so I failed typing and... <laughs> And uh, so I was like, all right, time to get away with murder. And I took a pencil. Oh, yeah, this is a big lie you told. And I made my F into a B. <laughs> and I made my my 58 into an 88. Which is still pretty baller. Again, with pencil. On ink. That's where you I, goofed. I love the fact that you went to this extreme to lie to your parents instead of lying to the school and just signing the name. Yes, I know that, Josh. <laughs> Josh, we've been over this. You guys were good at deception for whatever reason. Growing up, Saunders' kids were just like, we couldn't have pulled off a single crime if we tried. Oh, we were... I got I got much better after that. After this, I learned. Like, yeah, you, you learned. I didn't. I showed up in college, and I'd be like, why the hell would you cheat on homework? And everyone's <laughs> like... And now I'm like, literally, I'll just type in like this, and then, uh, actually, no, I don't cheat on homework. Stop typing... On what? The, on the table. On the table. <laughs> Why, Kai? Getting a little T-R-I-G-G-E-R-D. Because you're making DJ have more work. Yeah. Sorry, DJ. Shoutouts, DJ. Shoutouts, part DJ. Shoutouts, organized chaos. Um, Shoutouts, spicy nuggets, double order of the 10-piece. <laughs> DJ, while performing IT support, we called him and in classic DJ fashion went, what's up, I'm ordering food, and then just launched into his Wendy's order. It made us listen to the whole thing. It sounded delicious. He never put the phone down or <laughs> muted his thing. He literally almost held the phone. Well, I called him as he got to the window. Okay, this is but this is a timing no, problem, not, not a DJ problem. It, made it me, sounds like you're shitting on him. No, it, it a made lot me of words miss that him. you say. <laughs> it made me miss him because that's like it reminded me. This is corny, but it reminded me of like high school. I was like, we used to go to Wendy's. His order hasn't changed that much. Like, we haven't changed that much. Oh. I miss you, man. I failed typing. And, <laughs> and so uh, I did the pencil, whatever. You need two signatures. I got Dad's done perfectly. So Dad didn't even, yeah, he was too busy watching the door. He's he like, what's up? Yeah, he didn't even look. So I oh, Jeff's it, here. So I give it to my mom. <laughs> that bitch in Corky's back. I'm not going to lie. I would love to I would love to just pet Jeff all over. I like the Hawaiian shirt. The hat's a bit overkill. No, it oh, has to protect even better. his eyes. Um, another dude came up in a Hawaiian shirt leaving the restaurant. He's mm -hmm. like, we're matching. Because it was the same color Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. And Jeff's like, yeah, get in line. I inspire a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all high five. I, I, I do love it when a dog has bigger personality than most of the people at a, like, a place. It's so sick. It's so but sick. I also love when a dog has absolutely zero personality. <laughs> I just love dogs, man. They're so funny because you stare and you're like, you don't think anything, do you? And they're like, nope. Why would I? I eat. I shit. Sometimes I do them at the same time. Bark. Yeah. And they go to bed. Well, our mom our mom was like, you're failed. Like, our mom took an eraser and went, what? And, like, erased it in front of me. Was it a comedically large eraser? <laughs> yeah, in my mind. And she was like, you failed, Kynwin. You failed typing. And then she went, Mark, because he had, he had signed it. <laughs> so this was also the era where I told Dad as a joke I got expelled at Cracker Barrel, where there isn't even a TV. That's the whole point of Cracker Barrel. And he still went, nice. <laughs> well, I think you would have cried and bled out of your nose if you'd actually got expelled. It was pretty. He was watching the fire. That's what he watched. <laughs> he just went, nice. And then slammed a biscuit in one bite. And I was like. I had the best biscuit I think I've had in, like, honest to God, hand over heart, five years. Uh, if you go to St. Augustine, drop by the Blue Hen. Oh. Don't order 
anything. Except biscuit. Except the biscuit. Because honest to God, everything else is like kind of mid. And you're like, oh, whatever. The breakfast burrito, it's hard to fuck that up. But the biscuit, I ordered as a whim. I was like, you know what? Mama's going to splurge. $1.75 upcharge. Hit me. Okay? I took it. I put it in my dumb, fat cheeks. Kai, why are you so mad at yourself? <laughs> it was so good. Why like, was it like a fluffy biscuit? Was it like a. It like was perfect. It, whatever is your perfect biscuit texture, that's what this biscuit Got was. It. it was so layered, mushy on the inside. It was flaky. <laughs> it was fluffy. It was it was crisp where it needed to be and soft where it needed to be. It was a perfect butter to flour ratio, nice. and it was the right temperature. Nice. And you put butter on it, and the butter seeped in, and it only made it better. I put a little bit of honey. I went, no, no, no. I want this naked. The second half, I just ate pure biscuit. Man, that's how you know it's good. That does sound delightful. It was so, like, my mouth is salivating. It was so I, good. Mine, too. Now that you mentioned it. <laughs> Shit, hey, Blue Hen, you want to sponsor a podcast? <laughs> yeah, man. We've got nothing. Hit us up, man. Yeah, dude. You might have changed your name to We Got Biscuits. Oh, we would. Oh, We've I would. got Blue Hen. <laughs> and with hits like that, how can you not sponsor us? Just send us biscuits. <laughs> not even money. Just just make biscuits. Oh, and like an envelope. It's all crumbled, <laughs> and we're still fighting over it. Like, give me that biscuit loaf. Dude, it's so. Sending food in the mail is, is such a gamble. That's such a threat. Who yeah. does that? I don't know. Someone someone custom ordered like cookies for the baby because she just turned two, and that's what babies need. It's just they they need to have the expectation growing up that every once in a while, just their favorite thing comes in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if you have an Amazon Prime, it does. Yeah. yeah, but you have to think about that the fact that you paid for it. Sometimes mm-hmm. that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, the cookie is melted. Oh. And it's the face of a cartoon. Uh, this is gonna trigger parents. Coco Melon, the character JJ from Coco Melon's face was on a cookie, and the okay. eyes melted. So the brown pupils got underneath his eye and onto his nose. So he just looks like someone like put shit on his face. Oh my god! It was really like demonic, and I like I was like, "You rich fucks don't want these cookies. Give them to Kai Kai." All right. <laughs> <laughs> they had a whole catering thing of Chipotle. I'm like, none of you are gonna finish all this Chipotle. I they just... had Chipotle catered. Yes, and I literally, I'm standing there being like, don't worry, here's my apple and peanut butter that your daughter steals from me. <laughs> don't offer me the Chipotle catering. Like, oh my god, they had it on the on they... the hot pan, and they weren't offering you any of it. They have so much leftovers from this two-year-old's birthday party, and they didn't give me any of it. Oh, and it's Chip- and Chipotle makes great leftovers. I know. I opened the trash. There was a half-eaten bowl just going, fuck you, Kai. <laughs> the corn and beans had organized into a middle yeah. finger. How about you spell fuck you? How about yeah. you type that shit out? Spell Chipotle. It ain't even phonetic, you dumbass. Like, I, don't, I do remember I got grounded over failing that class, and then my... So, like, I was a week into grounding, and our mom was like, I'll teach this girl how to type. Oh. And so I had to type out all of Psalms. Yeah, the Bible? The longest one, the longest book. Yeah. But I had to, so I would type out this one Psalms. It's our mom's favorite Psalm. And I would type it all out, and then anytime there was a spell check thing, I wasn't allowed to, like, whatever. <laughs> so I didn't realize Eat. that I thought... And because I was so bad at typing and such a bad speller, I thought the red meant the word was done. So the entire the entire page was red, and then I would go back and I would fix it because I thought the red meant, oh, you did the word right. So I had successfully top to bottom <laughs> with is's and a's and all that, misspelled every single word. How do you misspell a, Kai? You do it twice. <laughs> Again, you could send someone that as a manifesto. All I'm learning from this episode is lines not our forte, but like things you don't want to get in the mail at a major newspaper are. <laughs> no, I I was starting to get shamed by my group chat this morning because uh, I just because well yeah happy honestly. Monday idiots we're yeah. gonna be making fun of Kai today. <laughs> Sometimes that's what it is. It's a roll of the dice. Every every day someone gets shit on, and that's how we stay friends. And um. <laughs> So Girls I are weird. No, no, it's guys and gals. Oh, okay. we're just hardworking nerds that you know smoked a lot of weed in college together, and we love each other, and it's how we show our support. Yeah, well, can't relate to that. Yeah. So, um, anywho, uh, they were sharing the Wordle, and I was like, "Oh, dudes, I don't do Wordle," 
And they were like, why? And I was like, because every word is a guessing game for me. (laughs) (laughs) And that was spelled wrong. Yeah. Because every word is a guessing game for me. (laughs) Yeah. I literally, I've gotten to the point now. Your life is Wordle. Yeah, dude. I like, I'm not going to lie. I just got this new professional job and it's like, I have to do like online and in-person training and the online training, I'm going to have to type stuff in and I'm like really scared about it. No, just get Grammarly. <laughs> no, not- but it's on their laptop. Oh shit. So like, I can't. And then I'm like, I don't want to be like, yes, you can trust me with funds, but I can't spell funds. Like it's <laughs> not, it's not, it's not a great look. And then on my resume, it says I majored in creative writing. I had one. That is pretty creative writing. It is very creative mis- writing. To just misspell literally everything. I can't think of a more creative way. You're E.E. E. Cummings. You're the poet. Man, that's a really creative way to spell is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With really, a Z. I really love how Kai spelled bank somehow with a U. It's not even at the end. Bank you. Bank who? Vancouver. What is she getting at? There was a, there's a local comic in the area, uh, Gordon Dixon. I would hope he's in the area if he's a local comic. Okay. You always say that. I know, I know. Like, like, like he's like a criminal at large. Like, there's a local comic in the area. Everyone, hide your beers. I, well, because there's one thing to be a local comic, and there's another thing to validate what Ben just said as being right. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> so. Doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's typically about Helen Keller or phonics. No, no, no. <laughs> So um, he's he's a great guy, and uh, he has a comedy notebook, and I love seeing how comics write their jokes, like physically write down their jokes. I just find it so fascinating uh, how gibberish becomes something humorous. And mm-hmm. so I looked at his, and I was squinting pretty hard at it, and he was like, he was like, oh, are you trying to figure out all the misspelled words? I was like, no, this is the fastest I've ever read. Like, <laughs> <laughs> was it your boyfriend? Is that how you met him? No, no. Oh no, he's he's a fantastic speller. I tend to only get like be close with people. Like that's actually like something I look for in a partner. I'm like, can you make up for this giant loss? Like, <laughs> can you spell? You literally look like a pioneer woman. You're like, oh, but he is smart of mind as he can spell the whole family's name with no errors. Yeah, like I used to daydream because I would, you know, I'd read like American Girl doll or anything like that. And I used that to... messed us up. Have you ever thought about that? I used to read your American Girl doll books. I know they would go missing. All it made me want to do was somehow be a wife in the thirties. <laughs> I was like, that sounds fun as hell. What was your favorite American Girl doll? I liked Kit. Yeah, Kit was the shit. I had a big old fat gay crush on Kit. Oh, I had a, just a straight crush on Kit, and then a bisexual crush on her outfits. I was like, she's pulling off bangs. In the 30s? Purr. No, Kid has this one outfit where it's just like pants. It's like slacks. And then there's this like little tiny sweater. And she looks like a lesbian in fall. And I just was like, oh, wow, I'm going to stare at this for a long time. I like, want to be her American girl. I started my own newspaper, and uh, which is, well, it's what Kit does. She makes a newspaper. Oh, see, you just said that like it was a non sequitur. <laughs> oh, like, I thought that was just like last week I did that. <laughs> Wait, last week I saw my own newspaper. Not many subscriptions. Not People many... say it's hard to read. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dyslexic times. So, yeah, everything's spelled horrifically, but dyslexics are like, finally, we feel seen. So there is certain, like, uh, fonts and letter spacing that uh, is actually starting to get passed in colleges where, like, dyslexic students will have their, like, text transcribed because it helps more times than not it's just because our brain moves faster than our eyes so someone described to me as like you're trying to run a marathon with your shoelaces tied together like it's like you can do it you just don't have the right equipment so i did she did have a newspaper right when it was in the 30s so it just had to be sad no so she wrote Uh, about her house and being evicted and shit like no the tendons at her house this is so off topic there are tenants at her house uh, because, like, rent was so high and no one could afford it that all these people started living in other houses. And yeah, in the 30s. And were really common mm-hmm. uh, with, like, families. Which just sounds like now. As you're talking about, it's like, man, history repeats itself. Yeah, a lot. Uh, and so um, heading into wartime with no money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, she would write a newspaper to keep all the tenants updated on, like, what was going on. And I tried to do it with our family in... And I would give it to mom and she, cause I would handwrite it 
and our mom would go like, I only recognize the names, <laughs> like, but not what happened. So uh, I did stop writing it, but that would I can probably find that somewhere. That was good though. I remember those. Yeah, I remember me and Cooper made a lot of comic books that were just filled with lies. <laughs> like there would be like you know a dog that could shoot lasers or like. I had friends in one. That was a pretty good one. Most comic books filled with lies? That would be really scary if comic books were just dead-ass serious. Like, you yeah. go to New York, and they're like, Galactus is back! And you're like, I just want a pizza! Ah! I, will... I wanted pizza! Yeah, the whole block gets immolated, and you're like, Jesus Christ! Dude, I, I like... Why is rent here so much if these buildings are constantly being rebuilt? It's ridiculous. Have you watched the YouTube videos of people calculating all of the, like, structure damage and like lives killed and everything in all these movies yes it's like worse than war like yeah but at least he gets to wear a cape all right guys so i think we're done lying for this podcast how you feel about it i feel great are we our, our lies are completed nice all right we will never lie again fuck yeah or did we just lie da, 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 da. next week on bible man ben learns that kissing's bad because <laughs> bible man teaches him how bad it is and i'm like oh, by kissing you oh no <laughs> bible man please is that the porn you listen to so loud your neighbor said i hope you watched your feet yeah and i lied and said yeah i watch it every time because i was like what are you gonna do get mad at me for jacking off Try to interrupt me next time. In the shower. We can, we can find more about this podcast at things. Oh, right. We have an Instagram. It's it's the at we've got nothing podcast Instagram. Give us a follow. We do behind the scenes stuff. Uh, we're going to start opening up for questions soon. So definitely do that. Like the edits that I spend time on that no one appreciates. That would be nice. Uh, and then also... Um, you can follow me at Kaisunners underscore. I'm back in comedy, guys. I'm She's doing... back. She was in Jacksonville. Yeah. Next week, sh- the world. Yeah, so I have a lot of local shows in St. Pete and Tampa, and I, I'm going out more in Florida. My good friend Morgan Gallo and I are trying to set some stuff up for the summer, so definitely keep your ears and eyes peeled. Uh, you can also email us at the emails in the bio if you have any questions or ideas or topics you want us to cover. We love it when you guys get involved, so please feel free to do so we ain't got clout no diamond rings no trout no silent streams but we've got lots of things to say because we've got nothing